0: Welcome to the Jackson Hole Report Podcast. Your guide to all things real estate in beautiful Jackson Hole. Episode 1. Jackson Hole is our little slice of heaven and it's no surprise that real estate here is booming. There's so much information out there, but with our 26 years of experience, we are here to discuss and dissect Jackson's real estate market so you don't have to. Join us for a little education, useful tips and advice on how to buy and sell in this wonderful place we call home. Hello there, this is Kara and I work for the Beeman Group. And here we have David, Devin and Luke. And uh, 2020 has been absolutely crazy in Jackson Hole, um, in terms of the real estate market. And so we're here today to talk to you just a little bit about uh, everything that's happening and to kind of discuss the market in Jackson. So our first topic here is Zoom towns and um, apparently our little town is becoming a Zoom town and this is the first I had ever heard of it, but um, we're going to touch a little bit on it today. So Devin, exactly what what is a Zoom town?
1: So Zoomtown, for those of us with kids, we think of maybe like Toontown, but that is not what it is, even though that would be kind of funny. Um, Zoom Town, so we're all Zooming for our meetings these days. We're Zooming with each other for happy hour. We're Zooming all over the place. And people have flocked to communities like Jackson Hole. It doesn't have to be a mountain town. It can be a beach town. It's places where... People can get their work done online. So many people are working remotely now for the foreseeable future. And they want to be able to get out and enjoy the outdoors when they're done with work or before work. So you're zooming and you're hitting snowking and doing a couple laps afterwards. We work from home a lot now. And... We're sitting here doing this podcast, getting ready to start. We're watching a moose walk by the window. <laughs> Going to have a glass of wine here in a minute. So you can Zoom from anywhere. All in and sweatpants. All in sweatpants. <laughs> you only have to be professional from the waist up, right? So Zoomtown. we are not unique here. It's happening in other resort communities like ours throughout the country. And it finally has a name after the craziness of 2020 real estate we are a zoom town that's what i'm calling it i made the prediction you're going to be looking back and be like devin was right that's a real word in the webster dictionary
2: in fact there was a recent uh, gallup poll uh, that said nearly 60 percent of the employees are now working remotely either full-time or part-time and that same poll found out that nearly two-thirds of those employees uh, would continue
3: they want to continue to work remotely
0: Hmm. Not surprising.
3: And along those same lines, many of these companies are shutting down their offices permanently, so uh, the influx uh, of people to towns like Jackson and resort towns, beach towns, is going to continue throughout 2021, in our opinion. Mm-hmm.
2: Like we've had some clients that had thought about retiring in Jackson in maybe 10 or 15 years, and with the new um, Zoom town opportunities where the employer says go live wherever you want, provided you have good connectivity, they're now looking at retiring or moving to where they plan to retire. Why wait 10 or 15 years when we can live in the place we've always wanted to live and still make a decent living?
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, so in, in your opinion, do you do you believe that Zoom towns are good or bad for the local economy? Like. How is, it, how is it affecting us uh, in general?
1: So Zoom towns, they are great for the people that are moving here. They are able to work remotely and all the things that we just discussed, but they are really taking a strain on these local communities and further adding to our affordability issue that we have here. Um, we are lucky in Jackson that we have many groups that are focused directly on affordable housing. and planning into the future on how we can house more of our workforce here. The, what, what's the average or medium home price, David, right now?
2: Well, the least expensive home, single-family home on the market at year's end, was $1.395 million.
1: <laughs> That's tough. Wow. So wow. when we have clients that are relocating to the Valley, they say, what can we do to get involved in the community? What does the community need? You just reach out to me. And I will put you in touch with some of these groups because housing more of our workforce in the Valley is a top priority for our community. So it, it, it's great for some and it's really tough on others. So there's no one good answer from me.
2: And we've, we've been dealing with affordable housing for 25 plus years. So this isn't our first rodeo. In fact, we have over 1,300 deed restricted affordable housing units. But as Devin will tell you, it's certainly nowhere close to what we need today. So I think the biggest challenges for the Zoom Town is um, you know, how are we gonna navigate our growing tourism? We've got second homeowners and short-term rental demands uh, without degrading our environment or straining our local services and infrastructure. And it's gonna be a challenge, but I think our community is up to it.
0: Okay, so our next topic uh, has to do with 2020 just being such a crazy year. And, uh, you know, real estate sales shattered all records across the board. And I mean, Devin, I mean, I, you've seen, it's, it's just insane, right? It is insane. <laughs>
1: and I see David over here looking at his computer. He's got his stats ready. Cause that, I mean, <laughs> he's ready with these numbers. So here it comes guys. There's no way to make numbers exciting though. So bear with us, get through these next few parts and it, we will explain what these numbers mean to you listening. So, David, what you got for us?
2: (laughs) Well, believe it or not, we actually did almost (laughs) $2.5 billion in sales this year. And that is a record. In fact, the highest volume we've ever had prior to that was in 2007 at $1.6 billion. So we actually broke that record by 56%. What is also astonishing is the inventory right now. Just last year, we were sitting at about 330 listings at year's end, we're down to 112. That is, that is unheard of, it's a 40 year historic low. And I have no idea, really, where we're gonna get additional
3: inventory. Some of the other highlights, uh, the Virginia Lodge. You want to tell us about that, Luke? Sure. Well, the Virginia Lodge has been a staple in Jackson for since... The early '50s <laughs> the was when of it was, <laughs> yeah, it was when it was built. It was the only thing out in that field for a long, long time. Anyway, it was listed for sixty million dollars, and rumors it sold for closer to fifty million. But imagine that—seven point eight acres for fifty million dollars. Wow!
1: And yes. the exciting thing there—that I've heard—it could just be a rumor too is that they are going to keep it the verge for a while so they're remodeling uh, the bar who knows if it'll come back smoke free this time <laughs> but um the verge is an icon in jackson so th- yes, it that's, is. A, that's mm-hmm. a special sale that happened this year so what does that mean inventory being super low so you're gonna think this is cheesy but it means work with a realtor even more that's what it means because everything not everything. A lot of things are selling before they hit the MLS. So, if you're just relying on looking online to find something to buy here, that doesn't cut it anymore. Work. It doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to have somebody that is looking out, digging those things up for you because they are going fast.
2: That brings up a good point. Right now, we're seeing a lot of properties trade off the market. Um, which means that they're basically finding sellers and buyers without putting in an MLS. One of the things that we excel at as the Veman Group is we have all 13,000 property owners in our database and we can reach out to them whether it's by email or direct mail or text and hopefully find you that right property. So don't forget us when you're out looking for real estate and you get frustrated. Cause there's nothing available.
1: Well, and another trend that we're seeing is a lot of off market sales where people are um, moving to a different property but they're not putting theirs on the market till they find that other property. So, if you're a seller out there and you're listening to this, going, Well, that's great that I can get this all time high for my house, but where am I gonna go after I sell my house? So, there's a lot of off market trading that's happening like that. So, don't Hesitate to ask questions about how you can take advantage of the height of the market Mm -hmm. and still move to another property because it's possible.
2: So let's get real quick into homes. The number of homes this year broke a record, believe it or not 402 sales. The average price came in at 3.7 million and the median price at 2.5 million. Now just For those of you that don't really understand what an average versus a median, if you take all of those 402 sales and you add up the total volume and divide it by 402, that is the average price, again at 3.7. The median price though is when you take all of those sales, stack them by price, and then go to the middle. That middle price is 2.5 million. And for those of you that know statistics, it takes a lot to move the median price. And for that median price, which is record breaking to be at 2.5 million, we've had a lot of upper end sales this year. In fact, we had 82 sales over $5 million. That's just in homes. (laughs) Wow! Just in homes. (laughs) The current list price for a home on average list price, $8.65 million.
0: My goodness.
2: (laughs) That is double what it was in 2019. So it's just gotten crazy. So the last thing we're going to bore you with is vacant residential (laughs) lots. They too have gone ballistic. They're breaking records. In fact, we're kind of scratching our head. Why all of a sudden vacant land? There's been... In fact, since 2008, vacant land really hasn't gone up in value. There was 10 years that it just sat dormant, almost at par. Uh, You look north of town, um, you could still buy a lot in 2018 from what you bought in 2008. I think because of the lack of inventory, though, for for homes, that people are getting frustrated. Mm
1: -hmm. They don't want
2: to wait for the perfect home, so they're buying vacant land. And we're down to the lowest inventory. In fact, we have 32 lots on the market. That is the lowest in 40 years. And it's 60% less than what we had just a year ago. So it's, I'm shaking my head.
0: Okay, so earlier, uh, Devin brought up uh, a point that I would love a little more understanding of. Um, It's clear that the market's hot red hot, right? But why don't why don't we have any inventory? Like why aren't
1: people selling? Right? It's cuz they don't have anywhere to go. But to back up a little bit, we have to understand where the inventory went because it's like somebody waved a magic wand and went poof. <laughs> so, David can give you the analytical version well, instead if, of the poof version. If
2: you look back, <laughs> let's look back to the 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 heyday In the 90s, 1997, Teton County broke a record for the most active listings at year's end, 1,596 or 1,600 listings. Yet 10 years later, right before the Great Recession started, we were down to 388 active listings. Um, Ironically, after the Great Recession settled in by 2011, we were back up, 688 listings. But today, we're down to about 110 listings, which is historic. We've never seen anything this low before. Part of it is, where are the new subdivisions? When you look back to 97 or even 95, we had Melody Ranch, we had Wilson Meadows. Cottonwood. Yeah, we had a lot of new subdivisions. In fact, we were seeing a lot of contractors doing spec building. They were buying you know, three, four, five lots. They were building, building, building but things have changed we haven't had new subdivisions in fact in the last five six years the county's kind of gone the opposite direction they want to preserve the open space the view corridors and they're making it almost impossible to really do any commute or any development that is dense Um, so we really and, and today we we don't have anything on the drawing board for anything new. There's apartments being built out there, but-
1: We have new Northern houses. South Park on the drawing board. It's going right. through the um, neighborhood planning process right now.
2: But it's a couple years away. I mean, and right now, when you look at inventory, what's gonna solve it here soon? So, as, as Kara asked, why are people not selling today?
1: They've got nowhere to go. So, you, <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. Where are you gonna go? I've got all this equity in my house. I could trade up to a bigger house. I mm-hmm. could trade up to something with more property. I could trade to East Jackson, which apparently is like the hottest place mm-hmm. to live right now. Not like everybody... <laughs> which is funny because when I was a kid, it was like East Jackson was not the place not to the live. Cool, not the cool. <laughs> but now place. now we're cool. I mean, I grew up in East Jackson. So, I, of course, I love it here. Street cred. Right? <laughs> so, they don't have anywhere to go, which is why I was talking about earlier, you got to work with a realtor. And this is not just... Me being corny realtor, Devin, this is like legitimately, if you want to sell and find something else before you put it on the market, you've got to work with a realtor to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think
2: we're also seeing, you know, when you, you look at the, the effects of COVID right now, people are looking for areas where they can socially distance and have an opportunity to get out, ride their bike and hike and be able to enjoy life. And if I have a home here already, uh, especially if I have a job, why would I move anywhere else? Because let's face it, there's so many communities right now that you're having a hard time socially distancing. You're having a hard time finding a job. So I can see why a lot of people are not selling at this time.
3: I think we've seen a big influx to Star Valley for that exact same reason, the the being able Mm -hmm. to distance and have a little elbow room instead of being right up against next to your neighbor. Same with Idaho, mm-hmm. over in
2: Teton Valley.
3: Absolutely.
2: In yeah. fact, it's you know it's, it's at the point where our locals are struggling. Um, you know, it used to be a lot of our inventory came from our locals that were trading up. They maybe would buy a two bedroom condo in town, and they would build up their equity, and maybe five years they would trade that. For a three-bedroom house in Rafter J, and maybe five years after that, they maybe traded up to two and a half, three acres in South Park with another home. But today, that that two-bedroom condo that might you know be an amazing value at six hundred thousand, the least expensive home is a megan four. How do you go from six hundred to a megan four? And If you move out of Rafter J, which, by the way, Rafter J is in that Megan 2 to to almost Megan 6 price range. Yep. How do you move into a couple acres? Well, guess what? A couple acres starts at about $3.5 million. So it's been really hard.
3: Unless you move to Star Valley or mm-hmm. one of the bedroom communities like Victor yeah. or Driggs and I've you can seen, get a lot more bang for your buck.
1: We've seen a lot of people that are retiring and they aren't leaving the state. They're not all going to Mesquite, even though I have a couple friends that have done that. And if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, but they're they're going out a little bit. They can still be close to Jackson. They can still be close to their families. But they are cashing out, and they are having a retirement that they never expected on.
2: And some of them are zooming down to Alpine. They're still working in Jackson.
1: Oh, yeah. They've moved. They've cashed in. With a million bucks in the bank now, it's pretty easy to drive to Alpine. (laughs) Absolutely. Nice
3: house on a couple acres with mm -hmm. a new medical center. Don't get
1: depressed
3: because
2: you can't necessarily trade up right here. Give us a call. We've, we cover the whole region, whether it's Teton Valley or Star Valley, we'll find you something to continue to trade up because let's face it, the American dream is to own a single family home Mm -hmm. at some point in your life. Uh,
1: Um, so our listeners have made it this far, which is, (laughs) is super exciting, but you're still listening in. We have just a couple topics to touch on before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, I mean, bottom line, you buy here, you're
0: making money. I mean, you sell here, you're making money. It's a good place to be, right?
1: Um, One question that I've gotten a lot this year is the price per square foot is so high to buy a house right now because the numbers are just so high. And is it cheaper to buy a vacant lot and build exactly what I want? Is that...
2: And I think that's a great topic to discuss in our next podcast. Awesome. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've got multiple things we'd like to talk about. What what have been the industry changes since COVID came about?
1: That, that's code word for David has a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll wrap up our first ever podcast.
2: And, and we'd love for you folks to, to send us an email, send us a text. What are the questions you'd like to have answered about the real estate in our local market?
1: We'll talk about anything. Yeah. You can ask I mean, us what kind of white fluffy dog is sitting on Luke's lap right well, now.
0: Where to go to lunch? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what color socks we're wearing? Whatever you want to know. I mean, it, it,
1: open
0: book, open book. Uh, well, thanks for listening in. Uh, we we invite you to join our our next podcast.
2: Thanks for coming, everybody. Have a Happy New Year. Yay!
0: Hey everyone, Kara here. Uh, Thanks for listening in to our very first podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was said, please head to www.jacksonholerealestatereport.com, where you can find out uh, all of our contact information. And if you love to read, head to that site for our exclusive report that verifies all the data reported. And uh, it's just honestly a wealth of knowledge. Thanks for listening in. Our podcast today was sponsored and produced by the Veeman Group, working with Englund Volkers in beautiful Jackson, Wyoming.